Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we rank all of the albums from whatever band or artist we're doing. And this week we are getting into My Chemical Romance. So we're going to be ranking their four records. We're not going to be doing any sort of, you know, kind of weird albums or EPs or anything like that. Just the four albums from worst to best. We're also going to give our biggest banger from each of them, if we even have a banger, maybe even a stinker. I don't know. So, uh, but before we do that, we're going to get into our Six Degrees of Tom DeLong. If you don't know what that is, that's where we connect the, the artists of the week to Tom DeLong in Six Degrees or Less. And while you're listening, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Spotify, give us five stars. Because um, I know you got nothing else better to do. That's why you're listening to the pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, while you're listening to, you know, you can follow us on social media. All the social media handles are at Asinine Radio. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, hit us up. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number. You can call, leave us a voicemail, shoot us a text. And we might actually um, take your suggestion and... Um, I don't know, and actually do it on the pod. So uh, the phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. And if you missed that number, either rewind it or go onto our Instagram. It's listed on there. So that's all I got for the boring intro. Let's jump right into our six degrees of Tom DeLonge. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do them this week either. Fucking negligent two weeks in a row. Well, I don't know. Two weeks in a row. The same era of band. I know, but I try. I I, I did it, and I kind of made a theme out of it. Try not to do something too obvious. Okay. Because I mean, okay. it's it's way too easy. But so I got two. I got two, and the theme for my six degrees is drummer to drummer. So we're gonna start with Jared Alexander, the current drummer, longtime drummer for My Chemical Romance. Jared Alexander uh, was also the drummer for Death by Stereo. Uh, Ephraim Schultz is the singer for Death by Stereo. He was featured on an Atreyu song on their first album, Suicide Notes and Butt Kisses. And uh, if you don't know, more recently, Travis Barker, was he was featured on an Atreyu song. And then we go from Travis Barker to Boxcar Racer to Tom DeLonge. So there you go. Kind of a roundabout way to get to Tom. Did, didn't Jared also tour with the Vandals? No, I don't think. I, I thought I saw that in like his his, his wiki here. Was he? I don't think he was. I don't think he ever was a fill in for Josh. I could be completely wrong. It would make sense, but dude, Jared Alexander though, talk about a killer drummer and an an underutilized drummer in My Chemical Romance because the dude can fucking rip it up and just make just a really great parts and songs and he's fucking amazing, amazing drummer. Yeah, it looks like he toured Europe with the Vandals in 2001. Okay, there you go. I was wrong. Look at that. I was wrong. I had no idea. That's fucking awesome, though. That is so awesome. All right, so this next thing here, we'll start with Matt Pellissier, the OG drummer from My Chemical Romance, played on the first two records. Uh, Matt, Uh. (laughs) uh, so like I said, Matt, obviously the drummer. Uh, Burt McCracken. Was on was featured on sweet uh, three wait, 
Wait, what's the name of the record? Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. He was on that record. Uh, <laughs> Brendan Stecken. Brendan, no, Brendan. Brandon. 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 Dude, this is a tough one. Brandon Steinekert was also the drummer for the Used back in the day. Brandon is also the current drummer for Rancid. Tim Armstrong is in Rancid, also in the Transplants with Travis Barker. Travis was in Boxcar Racer with Tom DeLonge. There we go. That's my. Those are my two six degrees with Tom DeLonge. I would stuttering and all. What? I would have went from Jason Dewey's, who played with, oh. or James Dewey's, who plays the Moog or the synths. Yeah, yeah. But he also plays in the Get Up Kids. But he also played with like a ton of other bands, including Newfound Glory. And then go that Newfound way, yeah. Glory, you can go that way. Oh, I, got, I got one too. I just came up with. We go James Deweese to Reggie and the Full Effect, obviously. Paul Gray from Slipknot was on one of the records. Paul Gray to Corey Taylor. Corey Taylor to Travis Barker on a solo record. Travis to Tom. There you go. Mm. Just thought of that one. It's too easy. This band's way too easy to get back to. To Tom. This band's too easy, but they're just—they were so complicated and, and multifaceted and and complex that it was hard to—it was hard to really get going this week. Yeah, I'm sure that's a lot the truth, of this right? stuff, man. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's get into the album rankings. Like I said, we're gonna do their four records, their four official records, from worst to best, and give our biggest banger from each of them. So, what do you think is their worst record? Well, here it is, baby. This is uh, this is trash. This is oh, no. not a smash oh, hit. No. This is trash shit. And that's the Black Parade. The Black Parade is trash. <laughs> it is absolute garbage. While I respect the investment into like the lore, this is the worst. <laughs> it's full-blown theater kid music that isn't self-aware. It is not campy in any way. It is way too serious. The songs seem like, like they're trying really hard to appeal to the Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas crowd. And that's gross. That bothers me. But they have yeah, gotten yeah. better at writing music, though. Like, structurally, these songs are more complex than they've ever done. The writing is better from a pacing standpoint. It's just these songs are just so far up their own assholes. They're not even enjoyable. The song How I Disappear fucking mm-hmm. annoys me so much. The way he sings some of the choruses, <laughs> his voice is like a motorcycle. It's like all the way from all the way down all the way up and it's so goofy and i cannot even imagine him doing this with a straight face but they probably do and they probably don't think it was goofy at all i don't know i i cannot this was bad man this was this was even worse than the last time i listened to this which wasn't that long ago when i realized this record is not that great and this mm-hmm. was even worse this was fucking atrocious um, wow i can't believe you hated it that much i fucking hated this this is this is this was i almost didn't finish this but i knew my favorite track is the later track so I had to kind of go through it. The Black Parade, the title <laughs> track, I can still listen to because it's one of those songs I can appreciate. Like, I appreciate the effort. I see what you guys are doing here. I like the structure. But, man, mm-hmm. parts of that shit are so fucking irritating. They're so <laughs> stupid. It's like, oh, come on, talk dude. About that. Calm down. Get down from your horse. But my favorite song on this is Teenagers. <laughs> okay. That's kind of a stupid I've, song, but I fucking I love this song. I legit love this song a lot. It's on my drum practice playlist because it get, it allows me to practice my chickas. And that is oh that God, is why dude. I love this. It's a fantastic pop punk song with a lot of drum chickas. And it's crazy catchy. Damn I love it. I love that song so much. That's one that that's one of their best songs. I'll say it. I don't care. No, it's not. <laughs> Come on. I don't dude. Care. That is I'll not one it. of their best. One of their best. 
Oh boy. So, what are your stinkers? Do you have any stinkers on this one? On the Black Parade? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I how I disappear is for sure a stinker. Yeah, it's a pretty bad one. That is a bad song. That is just absolutely awful. <laughs> Gerard Way, G Dubs. I'm gonna start calling him G Dubs. G Dubs, man, he he has, he can do good. He really can. But they just they just they found they found kind of like this this untapped well that should never have been tapped, and they tapped it and then fucking fell into it and, and made a lot of money and a lot of fans. And unfortunately, they made really <laughs> bad music because of it. All right, that is your number four, their worst record. Where what would you rank this? Okay, so actually, wait, we we have a we have a three point rating system where three is a perfect album, two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to, one is a bad album but give it a shot, and zero is the worst thing you've ever heard. What would you rate the Black Parade? I, I'd give this a one. A one. Okay. Yeah, because I think That's you should fair. listen to it. Like I said, their songwriting is better here. It is objectively better than their prior two albums. They are they are taking risks. They are doing things that they've never done before. And didn't do after, so they are doing things that I I respect. Just as I feel like from a musician standpoint, from a songwriting standpoint, I get it. I like that. It's just your songs suck, dude. Like I'm sorry, they're just not good. <laughs> like I don't I I, I equate it to like a, a chef like putting to get all this work into making like a new dish, but the mm-hmm. dish still tastes bad. It still tastes like shit. Yeah, just because you put a lot of work into it doesn't make it good. Yeah, I can respect your effort, but it still tastes like crap, bro. That's fair. That's that's totally fair. All right. So my number four is uh, is also the Black Parade. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it before. When this album came be. out, when this album came out, I thought I liked it. I even bought the CD. <laughs> I bought the CD, I and uh, and I thought I liked it. <laughs> but then we did this album in a lost episode, long, long, long time ago. And going back and re-listening, this album fucking sucks. And I, I wanted to give it more of a chance this week. So I did. I listened to this album twice. It was tough. It's terrible. It's not a good record. It still isn't good. Th- there's a lot of things about this band that I think are mediocre at best. And not to say Gerard G. Dubs has a bad voice because he doesn't have a bad voice. It's how he sings that is so obnoxious. <laughs> I know. And I don't think a lot of their songs are particularly catchy. For being like a kind of a pop band because yeah their their earlier stuff was emo more emo and screamo and stuff but this is a straight up pop record this is a pop record with some just kind of run-of-the-mill guitar playing run-of-the-mill drumming and i think a lot of that has to do with bob Breyer because bob this is the only album he did this is the only album he played on and talk about an underwhelming drummer not to say that their first drummer matt was a great drummer he was good but Bob just like boring name, boring drumming. <laughs> boring just, name. <laughs> just Bob, come on, Bob. Um, oh, yeah, this. Yeah, anyway, yeah, this this album is not very good. I don't really enjoy it. I think it it's theater, high school theater kid, not just theater kid, high school theater kid, freshman high school theater kid. That's what this is. Nightmare Before Christmas theater kids. That's what this is. It's we the knew worst. them. We knew kids like that. We knew kids like that. We yeah. were dorks ourselves in high school. Like we weren't popular kids at all, not by any stretch. <sighs> I just don't like this record. I don't. Would you I rate don't. it? What would you rate it? I I would have to give it a one as well, just because you got to hear it. Yeah, you got to hear it. I mean, it it did. It had a big cultural impact within the rock music scene of the time. So I I understand that. I get that, but it still doesn't make for a good record at all. 
if I had to choose a banger, it would have to be House of Wolves because of that, that stupid guitar line that they stole from us, from you and I. <laughs> um, some, some. Which they did. They absolutely did. Yeah. I actually I talked to Ray Toro, the guitarist, like two weeks ago, and he was telling me, yeah, like I heard you guys play this song, and I kind of I kind of lifted it from you guys. So that's what Ray well, was telling we, me. We were we were we were brainstorming these in high school, and this came in after high school. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, but uh, some some stinkers. The first part of Welcome to the Black Parade, the piano part, I hate it. I hate that part. It's only good once it once it, the song actually kicks in. I hate that song. Exactly. So um, annoying. <laughs> this is how I disappear is another stinker. The sharpest lives is a stinker. Uh, the song Mama. I used to like that. I used to think I liked that song, but damn, dude, that song is so obnoxious. And uh, don't you fucking say teenagers, babe boy. No, I wasn't gonna say teenagers. I I don't know. The, the rest are just mediocre to okay. Um, yeah, it's just not for me. Not for me. This record is not for me. It shouldn't be for anybody, to be honest. But it's for a lot of people, which I'm sure we'll get into later. So that's my number four. <laughs> a lot of shit talking okay. right off the bat. I love it. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't done this. Some, like We kind of did it with Guns N' Roses, but this is like the most shit talking we've done in a long time. But like, I mean, like, at least I knew that our album of the week, Appetite, was going to be phenomenal. Yeah, so yeah. even though we shit talk, shit talk, shit talk, I knew the end game was going to be fantastic. This one, I thought this was going to just all be bad. So <laughs> I was surprised. Fucking surprised. Mm-hmm. So what do you got for your number three? Uh, the album of the week, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Fucking shit, man. So my number three is, what is the name of this record? Danger Days, The True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys. So that is a title. That is a title. <laughs> Stupid already. Already mad. Already dumb. <laughs> I know. Like you already you already like killed it for me with just that title. Like I I'm already in a bad mood. Um overall this album is kind of forgettable. It's not overly bad like uh like Black Parade is. It's just forgettable. I would never get this on vinyl. I would say I would give this a one out of three. And I I, I do like that the band do these concept record, records. Pretty much every all four records are concept records, which I think is a cool idea. And I think Gerard actually is a very good lyricist. That's oh we'll get into that later. But I I think he is a good lyricist, and I feel like that's the only saving grace for this band. And. I don't know the whole story of, of this entire record because I only really focused on on Three Cheers because that's the album of the week. But kind of like the, the backstory and, and how this record was made, it sounds cool. It does sound cool, and and that's rad. But um, what I don't understand is they recorded an entire album worth of material called Conventional Weapon, or they eventually released as Conventional Weapons with producer Brendan O'Brien, who's a fantastic producer. Sure. Great producer. I, I honestly think he is. He put out he two put, of like... He with Rage. A Rage? He put out Incubus. He put out Corn. Yeah. He's put out some fucking good shit. He's phenomenal. He's fantastic producer. So they made this record with him, 10 songs. And it's a it's good. It's definitely not bad. I wouldn't... I, I haven't listened to it enough to say it's better than, than the actual finished version. But... Um, <coughs> Yeah, I don't know why they didn't go with the Brendan O'Brien version, all those songs, those 10 songs. 
Yeah. Because it was solid stuff. I'm, I'm sure you'll get more into it as well when when you bring it up in your list. But um, yeah, Danger Days, There, there's some good stuff on here. My favorite song, which honestly is my favorite, my favorite My Chemical Romance song is on this record and it's the Na 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 song. Oh man. <laughs> I fucking love that song. I think it's it's by far the catchiest song they've ever put out. It's probably That's the most funny. fun G dubs has ever had in his whole life. It's just <laughs> straight, straight fun. It's faster. It's it's a I fucking love that song. So I think both that's, of our like favorite songs are, are like their outwardly poppy songs that they've did. <laughs> that is kinda weird, right? That is kinda weird. But uh yeah, that Na 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 song is is, is my favorite. It's a good um, song though. It's fucking it's, it's a fantastic fucking song. A banger of a song. I, I even since that song came out, it's always been like on my, my playlists. It's always been around. I've always been listening to that song. Um and then also what they kind of did with this album too, they released a separate EP, like a, fi- a three song, like five, six minute EP called uh, The Mad Gear and Missile Kid. And essentially that that's the song, that those are songs that the band, the Killjoys, or the people in the story, the Killjoys were listening to. And it's a pretty, those three songs are pretty punky. It was kind of a cool listen through. I, I enjoyed that. So I, I like the whole idea of this record and the concept of the record and like kind of the lore behind this record. I think all that stuff's really cool, and it was way more fascinating to me than the Black Parade. I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff to, behind the Black Parade, but it's all kind of lame. It really is lame. Like, if you're going to do that kind of theatrical stuff, at least back it up with some really good music, like Slipknot or Ghost or something, you know? Something like that, but you have the fucking Black Parade. Mm. But yeah, Danger Days, that was a long-winded thing, but Danger Days is my number three. Not a is my favorite it's song. It's crazy how bad, like how much we hate the Black Parade, but like it was produced by Rob Cavallo, who's done yeah. the best of Green Day. And so many other bands. That is in, that's like, Wait, what did, did you do, dude? Who did this, who did the second version of Danger Days? Was it Rob as well? Rob Cavallo? I don't remember who did the, I, th- I think they, the, yeah, I think they went back to him. Did they? Okay. Yeah, I think because uh, uh, he he was one of them. I think they produced it as well as Rob Cavallo. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah. outside yeah. of the Na 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 song, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why they would think the finished version was it was so much different from the Brendan O'Brien version. It just makes no sense. It really doesn't. But okay, all right, whatever. So, what do you got for number two? Yeah, Danger Days, the the true lives of the fabulous Killjoys. This is their last album, 2010. The um, so like like this is like an electronic album. This is this is like their yeah. electronic album. There's a lot of electronic soundscapes. There's a lot of of, of electronic concepts and and things going on. But I I mean, much like most of their albums, except for the Black Parade, which I will give them that. Every one of their albums, if you don't read into the lyrics you would never know anything about like the concept. Like nothing True, flows yeah. well enough. And I always bring it back to Tommy because I think Tommy, without knowing the story of Tommy, you can tell that things are going from A to B to C to D like a story does. And that's why Tommy's so goddamn good. Yeah, None of yeah. these, except for the Black Parade, I think the Black Parade does flow nicely like that, which is annoying, but I hate it. But Danger Days, I, I would never have known. It's a post-apocalyptic California, and like, I don't give a shit what the fuck it is because it's stupid. And I would rank <laughs> this. I would rank this probably at like a one or even less. Even though I put three cheers below this, I would rather mm-hmm. listen to this and three cheers overall. But I think this is a worse album. But I just enjoyed it a little bit more because the biggest takeaway 
is like the electronic aspect. There's a ton of fun on this album. And again, like they gotta they gotta go with the type of concept thing and it just that bothers me so much. But there's a couple tracks in here that were really fun and exciting. It reminded me of like why groups like Cobra Starship were popular. Just solid, <laughs> danceable, easygoing songs. Yeah. My favorite yeah. track was Planetary, Go. This was a fun one. Had the electronic thing going song. for it. This one for sure made me think of Cobra Starship. The drum beat had that kind of like polka type beat, that Yeah. Like I love that. Love that little offbeat hi-hat thing going on. And then uh, James DeWeese from the Get Up Kids. He played the synth on this, so that was cool because you didn't hear his like Get Up Kids type style, his Reggie the Full Effect style. I yeah, like this yeah. album because it was a pop album. Like This is their pop album. This is their electronic album. This is something that they kind of... It almost feels like they half-assed because they put so much effort into Three Cheers. They put so much effort into the Black Parade, but there's not a lot of complexity to this one. This is very, this is very basic. This is very run-of-the-mill. Most of these songs kind of bleed together and sound the same, but I liked it. It was a good pop record. What do you think of the the Brendan O'Brien version and the the EP? Yeah, so I'm on the same the same view as I am. I I think they're I think they're better. But I see why they wanted to keep with like the the pop theme because I don't think they're they were as poppy and as electronic poppy as I guess the the Cavallo version. Okay, yeah, that's fair. And so I, I get it. One thing that 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 kind of annoyed me from what I was reading between the Black Parade and and Danger Days was that they they wanted to kind of shed the whole costume and the whole theatrical part of the Black Parade. And they wanted to make more of a rock record, more of a, a stripped down kind of thing. Yet they all dyed their hair. They all wore costumes. The only thing that they didn't do was wear makeup. Otherwise, it was the same exact thing, minus the makeup. It was still a giant theme and e- yeah. the costumes and everything. It still works. They didn't change anything. They didn't Not change anything. They just changed the costumes. But uh, dude, that, that was annoying. That fucking annoyed me. But, but to think like you, that you're going to come back... And and you're not trying to top the Black Parade, but you're trying to get back to your roots. And you released this, and not one song on this album, and you haven't said yeah. it either, but not one song on this album reminded me of, like, I Brought You My Bullets. Not no, one not song on this album. No, not at Barely all. Barely even, like, Three Cheers. Like, some songs on the album kind of reminded me of what they were doing on Three Cheers, but nothing from this yeah. reminded me of I Brought I brought You My Bullets which if you're trying to get back to like your roots of your 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 kind of hardcore screamo days, I don't know, do it. Don't just do yeah. a fucking electronic pop record. And not only that, they've always been doing the costume thing. Every album has has different costumes. You know, Three Cheers had the ties and all that stupid shit. And the first album Bite the Bullet or whatever, you brought I brought you my bullets. That album was like all vampire and and all that kind of shit. Yeah, they they, every album the, has its own costume. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine. If that's who you are, that's who you are. So who cares? That's fine. But don't pretend like that's not who you are. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And that's Go what on. they were trying to do. With, that's what they were saying with Danger Days. And that was annoying. But, Can't play a player. Can't play a player. <laughs> All right. So then my number two is Three Cheers, album oh, of the week. Oh, thank God. So what do you got for number one? Or what do we have for number one? This is the only thing that blew my mind, honestly. (laughs) Okay. This is, so I I brought you my bullets. Words are like bullets. I brought you my bullets. You brought me your love. (laughs) God damn. God, that sounds like a bad, like, 80s song. It's almost almost as bad as Atreyu's Suicide Notes and Butterfly Kisses. 
<laughs> it's, it's so, almost it's as so, bad as that. Yeah. It's so like of the genre. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. This totally. is their first album, 2002. This was, this was, this was unbelievably so much better than I remember this being. There's some really, really fantastic parts of this album. I think the drumming here is fucking fantastic. There's a lot of, I mean, they came out at the same time. They were friends. There's a fuck ton of the U's in this album. That's how they sound. Yeah, yeah. I like how aggressive and seen it is. It is very much of this time period. It's fun. It's exciting. And it's whiny, but in all the right ways. The Gerard ways, he does it great on this record. Throw me a little bit of wine, and that's all I need. Don't don't overthink it. Don't get too crazy. Just mm-hmm. relax. But I think the, the highlights of this album are like the borderline sloppy little staccato things they do. Like in Head First for oh, Halos. Yeah, yeah. It just sounds like everyone's barely holding on. They're going to fall apart. But then it's like, it's, it's pretty damn good. Like it's a, this is a pretty fantastic record. And I liked it a lot. And I bought it. I bought on the vinyls. Did you really? <laughs> I did. This is this I is my big surprise. I knew you were gonna buy it. I knew <laughs> it. I knew it. Because I almost after, bought it too. After listening, I was like, "Wow, this was fucking good." And then I saw it at Rock This Town Records. I was like, "Oh my god!" Did they really add it there? Yeah. How much? How much was it? It was like twenty bucks, or I think it was twenty one ninety nine, or something like that. Seriously? Yeah. That's cheaper than even Amazon. Or yeah. no, not Amazon. Discogs. They did, you know, Black Parade, Black Parade, Black Parade, and this one was like, ooh, damn girl, okay. They might have another one. I will check next. Time I will, I will. No, I'll. I would love to have it because the cheapest on Discogs is like twenty eight, except there's like a beat up copy for like fifteen. But yeah, I man, mean, this if, is, if they have another copy, I mean, I would love to have it. You can always just order one too. Well, that's true. Uh, but the song, the song, Our Lady of Sorrow, is uh, fuck, it's way dope. It's a fast and hardcore punk style song. And these guys, if you read like their history, they're all inspired by these hardcore punk bands. And if you just take this album out, you would barely know that these guys were inspired by anything but just dumb shit. Yeah. But that like this song, this album specifically, and this song, like you can you can definitely hear like the punk influence. It's it's aggressive. It's fast. It's it the chorus drops into this bouncy type punk thing, only to be double timed right after, and then Gerard screams. And he's got a good scream when he wants to. Yeah, you're Man. right. This was this was this was good. This was good. <laughs> this was good. Oh boy, yeah. This is uh, I, I agree with you, man. This is um, quite the outlier for this band, and why they they they. I mean, I I understand actually why they moved away from this sound because what they were what they did on Three Cheers was so successful. So they really doubled down on Black Parade. I get it. You got to make money. You got to make a living. That's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. Uh, but this is just so kind of, it's it's the raw sound of the record itself. It's the carefreeness of it. It's like you said, everything sounds like it's about to fall apart at any moment. So there's that excitement when you're listening to it. You're like, these, are, these guys are about to fuck up. Like, it's, it's going to happen. And my, my favorite song, yeah, it's a single, but it's Honey, This Mirror Isn't Big Enough for the Both of Us. <laughs> Terrible title. Stupid fucking title. But... <laughs> the most it was the early two thousands. It was we, so. We st- loved long titles. We loved long. This titles. whole genre was so stupid. It was so <laughs> dumb. But there was some great shit that came out of it. But damn, most of it was bad. And that title is terrible. But I love the song and the video for it's stupid. It's so bootleg and, but that's its charm, I guess. That's how bootleg it is. So, I don't know. But I, 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 got, I don't really have anything more to add to this particular record. Oh, other than. The first pressing of it was in 2009, 
and it's a red variant of of it. No, it's white. I'm sorry. It's white and only 300 repressed. And the cheapest one on Discogs goes for $900. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there. Just wanted to throw that out there. Or you can get Uh, it for 20 bucks at uh, Rock This Town Records. Huge shout out. Huge shout out. Um, So, yeah, that's all I got. It's fucking cheap, dude. Like, come on. Yeah, I would would totally get this on vinyl. This is this this one. Good record. I, I listened to the album of the week twice just because uh, that's that's all I needed. And this one I listened to three times. And I just bought it barely like two or three days ago. Sunday, actually. Damn. Yeah, about a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. This is uh, this was great. All right. Good stuff, I mean, then. you're, you're going fi- to fight me, but this came out like the same year as the used first album. Okay. But I like okay. this one more. I like this one more. What do you want me to do? I mean... What, what you, you just said, what you just said, is what really <laughs> stupid people say. So, just I can't even come up with a good insult because what you said was so stupid. Because what you said was so stupid, my brain was was catching up, trying to think of something, but it was just so f- floored by what you said. <laughs> what, what you have just said is some of the most insanely idiotic things. It ever. is that first that first used record, man. To say this is better than that is just. Um, I, I like I like this one more than I like the use first album. I'm just saying. Cause them to see them is all I can I do. I mean, you said something there. Bam. You said something there. All right, so I don't know. That's all I got for the rankings. You got anything else on this one? Um, no, that's it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you know what's funny? We talked like a lot of shit on this record, but it's still our number one, which is really fucking cool. I love that. Yeah. Like we don't even have to like try to say why we like it so much. It's just everything else is so much worse. So, um, yeah, no, that is, that is true. I mean, it was, it was okay. So, I mean, usually, like, almost always, I will start with the album of the week and then discography and then end with the album of the week again. Mm-hmm. This one, I started just normally because I wasn't familiar with their their album, so I wanted to hear like the progression. And when this one hit, I was just like, "Wow, this is so fucking good!" And then jumping into Three Cheers. It was just like, why is this happening? <laughs> and then it was just like Black Parade after that, and I was just, I, I cannot believe this is, this is like this fucking Twilight Zone that people think this is good. Yeah, I know it makes no sense. Makes no sense. All right, well, stay tuned for the main episode because we're going to be getting into three, three cheers for sweet revenge after all the shit talking we did. Um, so stay oh, tuned for that. So much and more. <laughs> tell all your friends and. Um, that's it. That's all. Your weight. Rob Cavallo.